Hi guys, and um, welcome back to my podcast, Rejuvenate by Sit Up. Um, this is your girl Esther, and today I have um, another episode, and this is a special because it's for um, Women's History Month, and I just decided that doing something like this would be really interesting and really fun, so we could share one or two things um, about women. And with me on this episode, I have female content creators with me and i just have three of them but two are youtubers and myself and the other is a podcaster but one of the youtube so i'm just gonna let them introduce themselves to the listeners and then we'll just you know start with the whole with the whole thing so um whoever that wants to go first can can start well hi everyone uh, my name is rejoice I am a YouTuber, that's weird to say, but I do YouTube uh, <laughs> content. Um, I just graduated and so in the STEM field, so yay for women in STEM. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm really excited for today. I think this episode is going to be a really good one, so yeah. Okay, and then I have Sarah next. Um, Hey guys, uh, you already said my name, so my name is Sarah and I do YouTube videos, uh, mostly beauty and hair and like lifestyle and honestly whatever I want to do. I just started making reaction videos too. Also I'm getting into short films, so my channel is a bit of a lot of stuff, just a lot of little stuff together. And I also have a podcast that's just strictly for self-help, so inspiration, motivation, growth, and stuff like that. And uh, I graduated last year in this STEM field as well, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing too crazy going on here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then lastly, we have Irene. Hello, everyone. My name is Irene A. I am a podcaster, and my podcast is about self-development and just sharing African stories by young Africans. And um, yeah, I'm a pharmacist, graduated last year doing internships, so yeah, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> I open in the medical field. <laughs> yeah. yeah, health professions, I feel you. All right, ladies, um, thank you for the introduction. And uh, listeners, now you know who I'm having, when who I'm having <laughs> this segment with. So we're going to start with, um, how do I put this? So we, we, the four of us have, you know, four prestigious women um, that we've chosen to kind of share um what they're about, you know, what they do, who they are and stuff. So to start it so that <laughs> is any um, kind of tension, I will start. And then uh, the, the rest thing we will follow. We'll talk about that before we dive into uh, topics that we have down and just share our opinions or what we think about those topics. But for now, we'll start with the women. So I have, I chose um, a very famous 
Nigerian writer, uh, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. That's, that's who I chose. Um, I chose her because, you know, growing up, I've always kind of um, heard about her, about her works. Um, also, I when I watch on TV and I see her giving a speech, I always want to listen. And kind of like I'm someone who likes um, writing to an extent. <laughs> When I when I just feel it, I just put some things down. So she kind of like resonates with me in a way and kind of like motivates me in a different way. Just because apart from that, she's also a feminist. So <laughs> I don't know if I can tag myself that. But her feminist is in terms of um, you know advocating strongly for girl child and girl child education and stuff because looking at you know the parts of the world that we are from like you know the african continent um it's it's something that isn't it isn't really like taken seriously when i talk about girl child so i pretty much i just really like the way she has gone just kind of love it that she you know advocates for girl um girl child's um exposure uh and education and where we could be bold and do what we want to do so that was what made me actually choose her so i'm just gonna give a brief you know background information about who she is so like i said she's a nigerian writer born in the city of enugu enugu state nigeria in west africa um her work ranges from novels to short stories to non-fiction and uh she also her works has been translated into movies and i'm going to mention which of the the novel she wrote that was into a movie uh in the times literary literary supplements she was described as the most prominent of a procession of critically acclaimed young anglophone authors she has won several awards i can't even begin to list them but a lot a whole lot uh, she's spoken in, on, in different colleges to kind of share what she has advice and, and all of that so she wrote the novels purple hibiscus half of a yellow sun that was the one that was um kind of made into a movie which is really good um she wrote the very 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 popular one that a lot of people majority of us are aware of which is called americana um it's also popular uh, alongside purple hibiscus but americana that one is it's actually very much deeply connected to how we view you know our tradition our culture in africa versus the american um culture and, and stuff and her she has short stories one of them is the thing around your neck she studied medicine and pharmacy in nigeria actually before she moved to the u.s to study uh communication and political science um in philadelphia uh yeah so that's a little bit of information that i have about her but like i said the reason why i chose her was just because of like even when you listen to her speeches she's just well articulated she's like she knows what she's talking about she has her flaws yes as a human but there are a lot of things that you can actually learn from her and she just shows me this you know bold and confident woman who's ready to do a whole lot of things and she has been showing that ever since um she started her career her purpose and everything so yes if you want to know more about um chimamanda adichie 
if you want to know more about her i i recommend you just like you know googling her speeches and listen to what she says but if you want to connect with her more kind of know some sites that you haven't known i would recommend going to youtube and search for her name um and the black box interview bounce radio black box the black box interview featuring chimamanda on youtube and watch the entire thing like it's just so calm like and that's one thing i love about her she's so calm like when she talks it's soothing like it's well articulated and it's calm at the same time so with that interview you're going to know more like from when she was growing up how her name came about because her name is actually unique um and then how her name came about and the work she's done and how she's living currently now some of her personal life just so you get more you know connected with but that's it um not to go too deep um i'll give it to you know another person to talk about the the woman that they chose and tell us what what you found and why you chose this person so whoever that wants to go next can go okay i think i'll go next can you guys hear me clearly yes we can okay beautiful um the woman i chose is michelle obama um i love this woman because when i read her book becoming two years ago you know i found something i think i was looking for relating to purpose and all that so yeah that's why i chose her Michelle Obama, like we all know, <laughs> was or is the first black female or the, the first black um, first lady of the United States of America. You know, um, you know, apart from that, you know, all the presidency and all that, I think the reason I chose her is because I like her as a person. You know, she's very driven and focused and she knows what she wants or she knows what she wanted out of life and then she worked for it. There are some qualities I think Michelle has that any goal-driven woman should have. Number one is a sense of self. That is you know, before she even got married or had kids, she had defined who she was, who she wanted to be, and then she was already walking in that path. So yeah, she had a sense of self. And then she had like, oh my goodness, she's so academic, like she was taught in her class from, you know, like preschool and you know i'm not saying everybody should be talking in the class but then my point is just <laughs> the best you can be you know she was just the best she could be at every point you know she pushed herself she fought for causes that she believed in she you know she helped motivate people to do things like related to public service and that's very important because serving others will bring us fulfillment so she made people see that and yeah like her book becoming you know it was like um, an autobiography so she just like talked about her life so you know it's something to learn from 
how she related with her parents, how she had a relationship with her siblings, you know, and with the world in general, and how the world viewed her from from um, a very, I think, nineties perspective. You know how the world was at that time, and then racism and all that. So having a sense of self will just help you view the world in from a better perspective and with a healthier mindset. So I think it's something you know worth emulating. Yeah, Michelle Obama. Yes. Yes. Go Michelle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's another very like important and and you know top-notch woman that everyone would pretty much want to emulate or at least learn something from my motivation pretty much mm-hmm. so that's good thank you irene so who wants to go next rejoice or sarah one of you i think so i mean okay um i picked sarah jakes roberts um mm-hmm. she's the daughter of dv jakes um so um, a lot of people know her and her dad is like a very much known preacher like super big church and like influence in like the whole church community of T.D. Jakes is long and people have known him for years and stuff but his daughter she okay the reason I picked her first is because I'm also the daughter of a pastor and yeah I looked at her I'm like she does not have the the, the nicest history for the daughter of a pastor. She got pregnant when she was a teen. Uh, she got married and she got a divorce. Um, she's married again. But I keep, I think about her and I'm like, today, like her story today, I mean, the woman is in ministry. She balances family. She has her own business. She's a writer, media personality. And I keep thinking, I'm like, I can totally relate to her because I don't, Granted, I didn't get pregnant with a team, but my history as a Christian, as her, as, you know, the child of the pastor is not the kindness. And for a minute there, I used to think, well, I messed up, that's it for me. But I look at her and I'm like, how did she go from her story being teen mom to a divorcee with kids to grown woman, businesswoman, uh, influencer, mentor, um, and she's a preacher as well and she also has her family like the way that she carries herself the way that she carries god in like in everything she does like when she has her podcast when she's talking on the internet when she's selling her business products everything about her like you can see like oh my god this woman her faith and you would be like ah well she's a pastor a daughter of a pastor her pastor must be perfect but it's like so mm-hmm. full of like hot mess i mean the girl did not have a clean slate. She started, and being in the public image because of your dad, I know what that looks like. And I'm like, she was able to go from that past of hers to build something that's incredible today. And she's using her story to empower a lot of other young women. And I'm just like, the way she balances being a fully independent woman to being a wife, to being a mom, to being a preacher, I'm just like, as someone who has a lot of dreams and wants to dabble in so many different things, the way that she balances herself, I'm just, I'm just looking at her like, can you adapt me for like a year or two? <laughs> just teach me how you do it. She just, I, I think the biggest thing that attracted me to her is that she is not a perfect woman. Like she didn't start with the perfect track record. She, I mean, hot mess. If you read her biography story, 
it's just I mean she was literally bringing shame quote unquote to her family as preachers and always talking about God and your daughter is pregnant she's not married she's a teen uh, so but today she has completely turned her life around I mean I just am all and look I have her picture pulled up and I'm like oh, oh, God and <laughs> when I listen to her on YouTube I'm like hey Okay, thank you, Sarah, for sharing about her. Um, <laughs> if anyone wants to, uh, you know, check out who she is, I recommend that you should. Um, as children of faith here, it is actually um, it would be a really nice thing to know um, yeah. who she who she is and what she does, and just look deep into that. So if if you can tell I mean, even if something, you're not a, even if you're not a Christian, mm-hmm. like business advice how to manage your family your home yeah. your marriage anybody can benefit from her. benefit from her so all right thank you sarah for sharing okay rejoice your next and left <laughs> where did she go <laughs> she's, she's like always disappearing <laughs> okay right on time yeah all right rejoice Yo. your turn Unstable connection. Um, but yes, I will go. So, um, this okay. So, I'm thankful that Chinoye Esther um, kind of asked us to like research a woman because I don't know. It's been a long time, so also done that in a way. And with this assignment, quote unquote. I was able to find a new inspiration, so I'm even more thankful for that. Um, but this woman, I don't think a lot of us know about her. Um, it's not something we learned in school or anything like that. Um, and so her name is May Edward Chin, and she was a doctor, so she passed away, like she died in 1980. Um, but what I was reading from her was really, really like encouraging and inspiring. Um, and so it's the fact that she didn't plan on becoming a doctor when she was growing up. Um, and also the fact that she broke many records. So like first to go to um, graduate from this school in New York uh, med school. She's the first African-American. I mean, let me just put that there. Um, and she was also the first female African-American physician in New York City. And also one of the first African-American African-American woman to return at this hospital in Harlem. Um, and so reading her story from like, she was a daughter of, I mean, back in the, back in the day, well, I can't speak, back in the day, um, you know, there were slaves and stuff like that. So uh, she was a woman, a daughter from the slave uh, family and they were poor and everything like that. She had to drop out from high school because of poverty. Um, and she also paid one class, I think, because she broke up with her, with her boyfriend and all that. But that's just a little part of greatness that she's done. Um, and so she, um, so back then too, when she wasn't allowed to have, so medical school, the way it works, you know, you do four years of medical school and you do however many for residency and then you, if you want to do fellowship or whatever, you 
keep going or you just become a doctor after this residency. Mm -hmm. um, so back then, African Americans weren't allowed to do any kind of special programs, so like residency, they weren't allowed to do that. Um, and so because of that, she was like, well, I'm going to own my own practice. So she had her own practice. She had other African American um, doctors around Harlem, like that community. They started things together. Um, and then she also was interested in oncology, so like cancer patients that um and so she would like because of not able to advance in the medical like medical studies of doing a residency and things like that she wasn't able to learn much but with her patients those who had like cancer issues and things like that she would go to the doctor and be like hey can i get like more information about my patient and they would say no like and so it's just like well what do you do then so she started pulling her patients to those doctors and she was like, yo, I am the family doctor of this patient, so you definitely have to give me a um, report on them. Um, and so she would go on doctor visits and things like that. I'm like, wow, that's just resilience um, type person. But so reading her was really cool. Um, knowing what she did and what she's done um, was also really awesome. And it's just like a really like inspiring person to look up to. And so, yeah, found my new inspiration for life, <laughs> but yeah. All right, thank you for sharing, Rejoice. Um, that was actually very interesting. My first time hearing about her. So yeah, <laughs> after, after this, no, no, about her too. Yeah, after this, I'll I'll look into her too, so I see um what she's done and what I could get from her. But yes, thank you, ladies, for sharing. Um, I just. I feel this exercise was needed and it's kind of nice. So knowing about these women, um, listeners, if you haven't heard about any of these women that we've spoken about, I mean, <laughs> apart from Michelle Obama, obviously, which we never know. Um, there's some things that people don't even know about her that you mentioned, Irene, and they just found out now and would maybe want to know more so yes you could just do your research and and also if you have any woman that you feel um has connected with you in a, in, in a certain way I mean, apart from uh relatives female relatives uh you could also you know just check the person out and see what that person is all about if you don't know much but yes so that's the first part of this and we're going to dive into the second part which is our topics um but for for before we go into that i'm just going to take a quick break and then be back um we might play a little game before we start our topics or not but (laughs) we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back Okay, guys, welcome back uh, to the podcast. We're still here. Um, we haven't gone into our topics yet. But after this little game, we'd, we would start um, our discussion. So we're going to play, I don't know what they call it, but me, I'll just say this or that, choose this or that. And we have like, I'll say two seconds max each to just pick one. So me, I'll start with one and then I'll pass it 
debating to you guys to give us one and we just have to choose like i'll say two seconds max so it's as quick as possible so you don't have to think about it so first thing that comes out of your mouth does it <laughs> okay <laughs> so, so we have bought your africans here combination of arrogance here so we pretty much know what this one would be jollof rice or fried rice jollof for me jollof rice fried rice fried rice sorry rejoice you said fried rice wow yeah fried rice fried rice sarah yes wow because I love fried rice. Yeah. I had damaged a lot, and it kind of took my. Let's not get into that. <laughs> 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 they will fight us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. The shimmy jollof is forever gonna be my favorite. I just had damaged jollof, so my taste of jollof is a little. It's out right of now, place. Right now, it's fried rice. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Use Nigerian jollof to cleanse the damaged jollof. Get my friends to make it for me. They don't want to. But we make we make for you now. It's just it's been long. <laughs> it's been long. All right, all right. We'll make for you. We'll, we'll try and make for you again. I mean, we're all here, so we just come yeah. back. <laughs> but yeah, I love fried rice too. Especially when they put all those things, little things inside. But I just jollof. Jollof is ha. Um. Okay, I have another one, and then I'll. Rejoice, you're next on my screen. So, um, chicken or turkey? Turkey for me. Chicken. Turkey. Chicken. Turkey. Okay. <laughs> All right, so rejoice next. Give us one. Okay. Um, okay. Marry someone that you don't love or marry someone that doesn't love you. Oh, oh gosh. That's not a two second. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a whole lifetime thing. For a lifetime thing. For a lifetime. Oh God! Marry oh someone God. that doesn't love you, or marry someone that. Oh, sorry, marry someone that you don't love, or marry someone that doesn't love you. But I don't love. I said the one side that loves me. <laughs> 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 you see, if I you have a side boo, I'm cool. You can't. You got money. You don't love me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> see what I said, Sarah? The kiss. That's it. That's what it's gonna be. Oh We're just talking about Jesus. That's what I'm well, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to be. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Uh, I think I'll marry someone. I don't know. I think I'll marry someone I don't love. Because maybe I can learn to love them. But, uh, okay. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. The other way around, you can never guarantee. Ah, I know myself. I know myself. Like same thing, Irene. That's what I want to choose. Marry somebody that I don't love. Like I feel like for you to love me, I, I kind of prefer that. So I know that you. That means the person has to love me. Is that you know? Because the reverse. So I'll be fine with that. And I feel like there's for me. Aww. It's more. It's more. It's even goes out of oh how you're looking or whatever i feel like there's something in you that i should like and it moves with like characters and value and if you have a value that i really like i feel like uh-huh. i will start growing because values is one thing that i have top so if you have that value yeah. I, i'm a even if i don't love you i would, I would really grow <laughs> but if you don't love me the higher the height the higher my chances and faster below <laughs> 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 I like the honesty. Exactly. Oh, God.
Girl, the love will grow in your heart because the money is dead. <laughs> wait, 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 which one wait, which one was that one? You said that person doesn't love you, right? You love the person. Yeah, but, but the person has stuff. Huh? To be honest, wait. I will pick him. He can love me and be rich. If I don't love you, you got money. Money. Yeah. Not sit in your house for no reason. I mean, it's more than love, though. Which in this, well. in this I union get thing, married for, for life. <laughs> it's more than love. It takes more than love. It is more than love, bro. <laughs> it's it's, it's overrated. I can't. <laughs> Which is what I was gonna ask you guys, but uh, wait. Uh, okay. <laughs> True or yours? Uh, I was just gonna say, I was gonna say money or love. Which one is more important to you? Because uh, you guys look like a bunch of lovey doveys. Sarah is out for the girl. She's Mula. The Mula. If you don't have the Mula, she's. That's where she's at. I think that. Um, Yes, like I get, you know, when Sarah says love is overrated, but money, like money comes and goes, you know, so. Ah, it's gonna I stay. Think, <laughs> I think it's really difficult to base any permanent thing on love because it may not always be there, or hmm. on marriage rather, money may not always be there. Uh, oh, okay, so the money. The marriage. This is why I'm like you. That's why I'm with you. So I don't know the the the, the base is golden. That's it. Ah, Listen, that's why always gotta be on his toes. It always gotta be on his toes. Okay. Ah, boy. You don't be Brooklyn in marriage. Hey God, you can't be broke now, but then like you know you may not be as much as you know it will be earlier on or something. Things happen. Life happens. Hey, marriage will happen to end as well. Like, then she'll be like, oh, I want you, and I'm like, I don't understand. 
what yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to it's very hard to choose. I don't know, but I feel like I keep talking all this whole money thing, but I feel like if love love catch me, then it's gonna catch me. I just really pray that there's money without love. Because no money without love, I don't know how we're gonna do it. It has to be balanced. Yeah. That's just yes, it. Let's balance. balance it. Yeah. It's possible, highly possible. Well, we all have to work hard for that one because that's what money you have to work hard for that money. Um, yeah, so, yeah. And then you take his too. You. This is a women's podcast. Why are we talking? Oh my gosh! I mean, <laughs> but like you guys, yeah. please, listeners, if you haven't listened to. Um, I know this is gonna come after, but if you haven't listened to all of my episodes by the time you hear this, please listen to the one that I talked about. Um, I said hot topics with my squad. Listen to that one and you hear what Sarah said <laughs> with this money and Mara's thing. This girl cracks me up, but anyways, um, Irene, so I think we have you left. Uh, mine was just too Wait, did, simple. Did, did, did you guys pick money or love? She didn't pick anything. I just. <laughs> I don't know. It's not for me. You, I, 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 see. It, it, it's different. I don't know. This. Because I'm like what you, Sarah. Like I would want money to be with love, but I'm not hell bent on it. Like you know, if we love each other, we will make it work. Right. Right. Amen. Amen to that. We can't. We cannot be friends. Nobody. We don't speak Brokenese. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the life of this but I uh, see you girls. This, this, you, you rejoice, and Sarah, let's go and bring the one that takes 10, in fact, 10 minutes to think about. I said two seconds. That's why I brought this easiest I'm one. That's I've brought bad books like oh, you guys. Let's hear what Irene has. Maybe hers is. Yeah, Irene, okay. okay, shoes or bags? Shoes. <laughs> Shoes. Shoes. I cannot I don't joke with my shoes. Like, you know what? I, you know what? I don't joke with my shoes. Listen, my wallet and my phone. Everything else is fine. I'm gonna walk barefoot? No. <laughs> you know you know the popular you know the popular saying that says never look down on someone unless you're admiring their shoes? That's me. That's me. Like that's me. Like when I see you, sometimes like my eyes can go down. Go down. Let me see what you're wearing. Like I just, I just, I don't play with shoes at all. I just love. And if you have a yeah. game, I just love you. Like I'm, I'm, I will spend money on yeah, shoes I, I, more than. Actually, right? I read somewhere that the first thing someone sees when they look at you are actually your shoes. Mm-hmm. Well, there, it mm-hmm. there you yeah. go. <laughs> I'll, I'll go for bags though. And the reason I said <laughs> My friends are always yapping me. They're always making fun of me that the caravans, caravans. But when we get there, at the end, you see my bag, everybody will put everything. And I'm um, like, oh, guys, you have me now, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> oh my god, that's so true, Sha. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. But yeah, so, yeah. Well, this was fun. Um, I like the game. But you, you ladies threw us with something so deep. We now went deep and entered other topics. Money, love, marriage. Stop provoking. I love that. I love that. Maybe some other time, if we want to have another collab, we could talk about some thought provoking things and just share opinions. And that will be more noise making kind of collab. <laughs> not, not, not this chill one. 
okay guys so we're gonna go to our topics now it's gonna be a little bit chill now <laughs> and um i'd start with uh, let me see let me see okay so i will throw this question to i'll say sarah okay i'll say sarah so this question what do you think of the uh what do you think of the level that women has attained in the corporate world like entertainment business content creation and more what do you what do you think about where we've gotten to like do you think we we've done well so far even if we still have little things to do or you feel like we haven't done well like as we expect and like there's more to do and stuff um i think for a society in which men are the primary focus and whatnot i feel like women have grown a lot over the years i mean we went from not being able to vote in certain countries to being able to be first lady uh, uh what's what's kamala Harris position vice so president vice president so i feel like there has been like places in in our lives that we have definitely grown in um i do think though that there's still a lot more to be done because a lot of our potential is still wasted like some people go to the office some women go they build empires but they don't get credit for anything mm-hmm. um they get belittled because of how they look or considered weak by some people so i think that we're incredibly strong we're a very strong gender women are super duper strong but i feel like there's a lot more that can be done that's not to say that we haven't done enough because i keep thinking at the time my mom was a kid stuff that we're allowed to do today that we have the power to do she couldn't even dream about doing so i feel like right now we have we have grown a whole lot we are we yes women are just we're just doing it i still think though that there's a lot that we can do because we still have positions that today you said you're the first woman to be blank right? mm-hmm. the first woman to be this and i think that one day when we get to a society where women occupy positions of power or influence or like you know being head creators and like producing a lot of movies or like being teachers and like running districts and stuff like that or whatever women want to do i think when we get to a level in society where that is considered normal that nobody's shocked by it then i would be like this this is what i i've been wanting from because i think it's still an accomplishment for a lot of people to see women have done this and i think it is an accomplishment but i think we can go for a level where it's expected like it's the norm like seeing a woman killing it is mm-hmm. normal do you do you guys know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i feel like we're, we're mm-hmm. working our way towards that but until we get to a point where out when we have daughters when we have good daughters we don't have to necessarily teach them to protect themselves because we're going to be in the society where we have enough power on our own to not have to deal with a lot of crap from from men or from other women so um i just feel like there's a lot more work that could be done but we have done a whole lot on our own so far and i think i'm really really proud because today you see a lot of women who are literally killing it mm-hmm. they're like they are doing the itch and i'm just so proud because i keep thinking there was a time where we could even we couldn't even dream about doing that but again i'm also a type of person who's like we can always get better so i feel like there's until we get to a level where my daughters my granddaughters are running this world and it's a normal thing it's a completely accepted thing i think that there's still a lot more work to be done yeah yeah that's good so that's, um that's my take 
does anyone have any other thing to add to that um i also wanted to kind of like look more into because i feel a lot of people are still complaining ish um because i mean when they come to tell us that oh you don't know what's going on behind the scene um i know there was one interview i saw on youtube uh i, I forgot the company that kind of like is the sponsor like you know the big background sponsor um i watched this interview and it's actually fun i watched other ones too where um this one they brought women in the entertainment industry there was tenny um tenny entertainer these are nigerian um um women actually so tenny was there and then at this way told me she's an actress was there tenny's a is a musician and then who else was there? Was I think I think Toke Makinwa. She's also a content creator and an influencer and everything. Um, also an author. So they talked about you know women in that world. And I know Adesua mentioned something about you know it's still a little bit. Even Tani mentioned that it's a little bit of a challenge in the entertainment industry. So I was like, <laughs> like you know because if, if, no seriously like if you listen to you know when we listen to music or something like that, if you notice like. The ladies, they're doing so well, but it just feels like where is that attention on them? <laughs> I still, right, even up to right. now, I still look and I'm like, ah, it's lacking somehow. What is going on? So I feel like that particular sector That's is, whoa, yeah. it's still, even with the talent, with the hard work and everything, I still feel like there's so much. Um, exactly. Yeah. And I just, I, that's, that's what I was talking about. Okay. okay. I think that, um, you know, with the way the world is, it's you know um, it's difficult to see women for their intellect. You know, we see a lot of movements that are talking about oh, um, see us for what we bring to the table, our value, our capacity. But you see another population of the female gender still being very, very physical. You know bringing attention to the physical body, the feminine body. So, you know, because of how the world has been over time, it's difficult to, you know, talk about value and capabilities and intellect when the feminine body is being, you know, talked about. So there's this dampening of the voices that are talking about things that actually matter. So in entertainment, you know, in relation to entertainment, you know, you see a lot of um, video fixing and everybody's just trying to be central. <laughs> it's difficult to now bring, you know, we're talking about like IQ or talent and, you know, work being put like into this production, into music production, into videos and all that. So I feel like, you know, if women, you know, tr- try to, talk about value more and capabilities and you know reduce i'm not saying you should not be central in yourself i'm not saying you should not have that you know sexuality or anything i'm just saying don't make that the only thing you bring mm-hmm. because that majority of women are doing that and the few population that are actually talking about the things that matter are not being heard yeah you know i i read a research i was really curious i had to go and research the United Nations did a, you know, they did like a very worldwide study about feminism and gender equality, gender equality and or gender inequality. And you will find out that a very good population of women still don't believe 
that there should be equality. So I'm like, mm. what are we really fighting for? <laughs> you know, when I read it, I was sad. So the percentages, the numbers were alarming. You cannot argue the evidence-based research. Mm-hmm. So it just really showed me that, wow, we really do have a long way to go. Okay. But so far, so far, Kudos to women, like yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel yes. like maybe with that, that what you mentioned, Irene. I feel maybe um, another factor that kind of connects to, you know, women not seeing that gender equality as something that you know they have to put their mind into. You know, kind of like pay attention to, might be nurturing. Um, I feel like maybe nurturing will be part of it. You know, how were they? What were they taught? How were they nurtured? You know, uh-huh. like True. how much exposure have they gotten to kind of understand? Because you know, at this point now, feminism. I, I tell Sarah sometimes, I'm like, I don't even know if I, I, I really don't find myself being comfortable calling myself a feminist nowadays. <laughs> like, I, uh, in my own definition, because, I understand this. The, the, the real definition is no longer the definition. The definition, right. exactly. We are now, we are now fighting men, and I'm like, I like <laughs> men. you understand so that that thing like that know what like exposure to know exactly what this cause is for instance and like what we're meant to do i feel like maybe that that's that may be a a a factor that is hidden and i haven't known so i mean with time we'll see yeah with time we'll see how We'll see how yeah, we'll see how everything goes and if um these women will feel more confident yeah. and everything. We're growing, we're growing each day and every day. I I feel like this is something that what what she just said is something that's so sensitive because if you speak against it then people are gonna be like, Oh, you're not for mm-hmm. for femininity, you're not for women being mm-hmm. sexually and I'm like, Listen, I'm very much for that. But why is it that, that for the most part that's what women are, are known for? Like, is she sexy? Does she look good? And it's like about her brain, but it's like conversations are tailored towards that. And it's yeah. just so sad. I want my daughters when I keep every time I think about women, I think about what I want for my children, if actually I want my daughters to be very sex very sexy women. I'm okay with that if that's what they want. But I want their brain, their talents, their skills to be right there. You know, not overshadowed by the way that they look. Because there's so much more to us than how we look, how big our boots are, you know, how how sexy can we dress. You know, and I just, and it's like, some women like to be modest, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That shouldn't change their value to society. But today, like, you will only get attention if you show, if you are dressed in a certain way. I'm not here. I'm not here to, like, downplay anybody if you want to dress like that. I'm not, I don't run your body. My point is, there's so much more to us that we need to talk about than the way that we look or the way that we dress. And yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just sad. Definitely, no, nobody's running anybody down. But don't no. make that only thing, you know? Right, exactly. You're more than that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, that was, yeah, that was a very interesting take on that question thank you ladies for sharing okay rejoice i'm gonna gonna throw this one to you okay um i think we've answered the second one ish but i'll still bring it back just so we can mention like one or two things like words maybe um but the one i'm gonna ask you rejoice is do you think women in certain um uh level of power or women that have attained uh independency um to a, a very 
high level or height are respected enough like you know those women that are probably like you know ceos you know or like directors or something like that do you, do you feel like they're respected um even with that level that they've attained uh that's a good question i think we yeah i agree like we kind of talked on it but i don't feel like they get the that respect um and it, it also goes back to like what sarah just said because i mean women are i mean i feel like when you see a certain way like when we're portrayed a certain way it's difficult to kind of like kind of like change that perspective if there's someone coming in with a new change if that makes any sense like if you're seen as oh let me see okay let's say in college right you go to parties and every single time and then all of a sudden you change your behavior or something or a new person changes or comes along you're like oh well you associated that with that your image is associated with that behavior and stuff like that so it's difficult to go back and change that or have a new mentality with that so i feel like with women who have like higher powers like i don't think they get the respect that they need or that they deserve but then working their butt up to be in that like position sometimes especially with men i guess it comes with like their ego like their pride their you know like that boss man kind of mentality like men are supposed to do this and do that and women i mean we are like go-getters we are like um you see this you're driven and like you want to reach that goal or that position or that and if you have that desire to go for it like regardless of what people are saying, regardless of what people are doing or talking about you behind your back. Um, but respect in those, like, and in also in different positions too, like workplace or just in general, like it should just be ascertained, like it should be normal, whether men or women, equality. It should just be at a good, like descent, same level, if that's what if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Does anyone else have something to add to that? Do you need me to repeat the question? Yeah, I, I agree with Joyce. Um, you know, normally for men, their value is attached to what they can bring to the table. You know, naturally, right from the beginning of time. <laughs> you know, so for women, it's new, you know, to be seen beyond, you know, being the conventional homemaker which is a very beautiful quality of the woman like really beautiful quality but you know we're trying to say that there is more so see me as the value i'm bringing and the value i'm bringing should there should be a you know correspondent respect and regard right you know but if this day we see that you know that is not there so everybody's just bringing the gender card ah should be woman ah should be woman you know, like, I'm like, I just pulled up this project. Like, come on, give me credit. <laughs> you know, it's different. Like, so it's, it's a strange reality. And funny thing is that for women, it's not only for men, it's also for other women mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you would see um, an employee, a very, you know, rising employee, and she has a female boss, and the female boss is trying to run her down because she doesn't want the, the younger boss to be, or the younger staff to be better than her because she walked her ass to get there. Oh, sorry. Oh, is that what you <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. She walked her ass to get there. So, you know, she, like, she has to suffer. She has to go through what I went through. She has to, I'm like, you went there. 
you have gotten there you should be like a pathway so it will be easier for other people to get there or to even surpass you but then you know that thing i don't want her to pass me surpass me at all what point are we all going to be at the top if every time we try to bring each other down? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just, it's just really sad. I just, it's, it's just, it's just sad. I just can't. It's, it's bad it's because me, I'm called the witness. I know it's not that I'm called the witness. So, I'm not <laughs> going to like, sit here and have people that cannot rejoice with me. Yeah. So, why am I going to surround myself where I know that when I get to that level, you cannot solve it? Yeah. I don't need you. It's going to happen whether we want it or not. It's just a matter of time. It's going to happen. So, are you going to be able to celebrate or are you going to be out? Listen, we remember this podcast and be like, wow, they said it. We proclaimed it before. I love you, blow. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, okay. So, now I start about the recording. Um, I think Irene stopped that. Um, let, me, let me go back to the question again about independence <laughs> and women being respected and you mentioned you were talking about men no, and everything even, even this part that we deviated so it's very important like mm-hmm. it's so important mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'll give you i mean this one where do you think what kind of what kind of english that type of this <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do you think or be I think it was or believe? What do you think or believe that we are still lacking and need to buckle up as women? And this other question, because that one is a little bit short. What are your struggles as a lady working to get better in your craft? Also personal disciplines too. What do you do? Oh wow. Second question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. The first question. Hmm. Um, you know, we already said um, you know, people bringing you down you know women bringing women down but then another thing i notice with women is that uh you know i'm not saying that a lot of women are not hardworking. please like that's so false but then i think that women we don't really have a lot of um endurance span when it comes to the workspace what i mean is you know you are put in a place of leadership for example and then you have to make logical and intellectual decisions and then you start crying i'm not saying you should not cry i'm just saying <laughs> the decision needs to be made so like if we want to be if we want a seat at the table we should be up to that challenge of yielding ourselves to get to that point mm-hmm. now just because you're strong doesn't mean that oh you are like emotionless or anything but when it comes to delivering in whatever field, you need to be up to that challenge. And I feel like we, it's easy for you to say, give us a space at the table. Women should be represented. Okay, represent now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know when, when we talk about these things, it's like, you need to put in the work. You need to be good. It's not, nobody's going to, I'm not going to employ you because you are a female or male. Mm. I'm going to employ you based on the value that you bring. Exactly. So we're looking at, okay, 50% women, 50% men. And then, you know, the 50% women that, you know, the 50% space for the females I want in my company or something or my brand or whatever. And, you know, the um, interview process and everything, there are more males that fit that description. I'm not going to give you because you are female. Yeah, that's insulting. So I feel, <laughs> I, I feel like 
need to step up if we really want to sit at the table we should really work for it so yeah. it's not just me so let's see that they are just saying oh, it's because you're a woman but you know that you worked for it and you did your best and you represented mm-hmm. that's really yeah. where you know yeah that that's i feel like we should we should step up okay that the right because like personally when i get tired today i do want to go to work so funny i was so tired <laughs> but like i'm like oh my god i'm now i like i was telling my friend i was like i used to actually not go, go and be a housewife now i should just record that <laughs> <laughs> you know, mentality i'm joking but you know people when it gets hard we give up because we have yeah. options mm. men don't give up because they don't have options mm. so if you really want to see that table step up to the challenge that's i, yes. I think most women need to do that mad sense word, word. Like pure word <laughs> pure word no it's that's that's the truth the, do you, do you, rejoice or sarah do you have anything to add to that anything on your mind a lot of times you listen to men and we listen to men and we're like okay why don't you want to hire more women they're like well they're just emotional they don't think with their brains mm-hmm. and i'm like you know i'm not gonna blame them for it because a lot of times it's like we're we're really emotional beings that's mm-hmm. the truth yeah. and men we're so caring and nurturing but when it comes to money and business and work uh-huh. you, to, you know you, mm-hmm. you need you to, gotta we bring, need to build emotional yeah. intelligence as well you, exactly. you, you gotta bring your A game that's why every time I have a project with people I'm just like I'm not your friend I'm not your family member I'm not your sister this is I'm your business. co-worker I'm mm-hmm. your colleague I'm your partner like you can't you can't be the the way you would treat your children is not the same way you run a company. Your family yeah. is mostly love. This is the bag. This is the job. This is my company. It's my business. It's it's my future. That I can't. Be, and obviously, we have emotions, and I think that we should dispose of them in a healthy way. And a healthy way is not at the office in the meeting when they ask you to make a choice and men are pressuring you. If anything else, that's when you need to be like, well, yeah, you need to shut up. I make my decision and we move from there. <laughs> so I just feel like we're labeled emotional and that's not a bad thing. It's not it's a bad not, thing to it's be not, upset. No, no, no. Fact, it's not, yeah, it would be totally great if we can, we can manage our emotions and mm-hmm. our intelligence, like mm-hmm. our brain yeah. and our heart. You know what I'm saying? You drop mm-hmm. your heart, your, your heart is right there, but your brain is also there. Because you can't just go with logic all the time. You can't run a company just with your brain. You have to have emotions to understand your employees and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But you only have emotions and you're going to lose money, you're going to lose businesses, you're going to lose people, and you're just going to be a lousy yeah. worker, a lousy boss. Yeah. And I feel like, yes, I don't get, I don't really get mad when men say like, well, you're just emotional because at the end of the day, I do think men are emotional. I'm not going to get that because podcast is not about men. Mm-hmm. But I do think a lot of the times, we just let our nurturing side just take over our take over. Like our brain, our brain ethic, and that's just like when I put when we put business hat on, that's it. That, that I feel like we should be able to switch. You know, there's like my caring side, my I love you, I'm chill, I'm gonna understand you, and then there's my this this is work. Like I, we can't be messing around. So I like that she brought that up because it's it's important. It's very big, and you tell that to a lot of people. They're like, ah, oh, what are you saying? The whole week. That's not it. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that it would be really great right. if you hide something up. Mm-hmm. Because this is a society where we don't get it easy. We can't just chill and be like, ah, we're it. It's hard. We've been new. It's hard. It's always been hard. I mean, I feel like I just, 
I feel like it's the same. It's not going to change. I see it as the same thing as even nurturing a home. Like to to take care of the whole family, kids, and and, and kind of like train your kids in the way you, you really want them to be beautiful. You think it's it's not beams. Yeah. It's hard work. <laughs> that is work on its own. It's like a lot of manipulation yeah. with your head, a lot of calculations, right. a lot of thinking plus emotions. So I, I see like almost the same level. I just feel like maybe because we might feel a little bit int- intimidated. That's what our confidence needs to come in. Like, oh my God, yeah. guys, guys everywhere, yes. these men know what's up. Babes, you know what's up too. You got your... At this point, I'm not a woman. <laughs> I'm a yeah. working class yeah. person. I'm a boss I'm right a now boss. without any gender attached so that it can balance right. because in the, in the home it's the same work like i said same kind of like, almost the same level of hard work but that one is like oh i know mom <laughs> you know if i am more guy it's a different but this one's like i'm in the midst of combination of different men the, uh, yeah so whoa this is not inside my house so you might get a little bit intimidated not knowing that bro it's the same as trying to make your kids and the entire family be on a very very good level and strong it's the same way you, you uh-huh. almost gonna put in that company or, what, or wherever you're representing yourself yeah. and put it short so just yeah, I, picture I, it that I, way I, I read something i read something i just want to keep this in you know we were talking about balancing and all i was reading a book by miles monroe understanding the purpose and power of men then understanding the purpose and power of women mm-hmm. you know this is really really funny and true <laughs> um the connection between the right and left hemispheres of the brain in a female there is a better connection than it is in the male when i saw it i was like what oh, wow. really i had to go to google and read about <laughs> neurophysiology and all that really? and i realized it's true like the connection the space between the right and left hemisphere in the brain is smaller there is more connection so that's why women can multitask so like mm. Possibly, like as we're recording right now, we're probably, we're probably thinking of three other things you are going to be doing today, in the next one hour, tomorrow, somewhere yeah. in the text. Tech it's harder for men to do that, it, and it's a superpower. Mm. Yeah, it's a superpower that God has given us to be able to handle different things. So I feel like we should not be fighting men. No, key into the superpower that God has given you as female, and then thrive on that oh, radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially in society where we have to work twice as hard as men. Like, mm-hmm. like you, can play, you can't play the way they play. You have to play your you own. You gotta be much better. Yeah, you have to work twice as hard. So if you're just there, just being emotional the whole time, it's like, woman no, up. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Buckle up. Buckle up. Alright, that was, that was actually um, very interesting. Going to the second question about mm-hmm. personal discipline, right? Mm hmm. Well, yeah, let me let me let me repeat this if you need. Yeah, let me repeat it if you need. Okay, so um, what are your struggles as a lady working to get better in your craft? So in bracket, there's personal disciplines too. Like, what do you do? But what are your struggles okay. and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Which we all can chip in. You know, our personal um, struggles and, and and maybe one thing that we do to try and discipline ourselves. Okay, okay. I think personally, I struggle with perfection um Hmm. i always want to do things i call myself excellent lady it's like a it's like a divine name that came to me some years back Hmm. so i think i unconsciously always want to thrive on that level and whenever i'm involved in anything i want it to be 100 
Mm. And life taught me that it's not always going to be like that. <laughs> you know, so I should be able to channel this gift in the right direction. So I think that's something I struggle with because I always I realize that everybody's different and I'm always in teams and I need to understand that this role that has been given to me, I should be able to carry everyone along and know that everybody's not like me. So I, I struggle with that. But um personal discipline. Mm. Someone <laughs> are better than others. I won't I I, I won't even lie. <laughs> Someone just feels like, oh you're doing this strike ticking all boxes in your goal list and everything the other month you're just like i just want to survive like yeah, let me yeah. just breathe and see the next month and that's okay because sometimes it just gets hard and you have to deal with your emotions and maybe things that are going on around you but you know like i, I struggle with perfectionism i i do and i'm really vocal about it because i'm always looking for solutions but i think that everyone should know themselves know their strengths and their weaknesses mm-hmm. and thrive on their strengths and try to you know modify if i really say you correct because nobody will ever be perfect but modify your weaknesses and you know just channel your intrinsic self in the mm-hmm. right direction mm-hmm. because this thing i just said cuts across anything you are doing because i i juggle medicine and podcasting and I run a business so you can imagine I have to like mm-hmm. oh my god it gets crazy mm-hmm. sometimes so you know just knowing that I am enough and I am doing the best I can mm-hmm. that self-motivation and self-reflection on what I need to change checking with myself am I okay am I happy and all that these things are little things are really really important to like just help you do better in everything right Right. I don't know if I answered that question well. Oh yes, you did. <laughs> you did. You did. So. Oh my god. Any of us have anything to add? Your a struggle, um, what you do, I something mean, you do. Yeah, we talk about struggle. We don't live here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole list. It's a whole lot of things. I mean, first of all, this is the thing. I don't thrive in a competitive environment. No, I thrive when it's just me. Like. You give me the goal, and then you, you let me do me. Mm-hmm. If you put me against other people, if you compare my work to other people, then I it just doesn't work for me. Like I remember when I was in high school, I was always top three, so I didn't really care. I, I didn't feel the need for competition. I was I was just cruising through my schoolwork, and then when you come to another environment where it's like everybody else is doing the same thing as you, they they and you guys people compare you all the time. It's like I cannot focus mm-hmm. on me when I have to focus on multiple things at a time. Mm-hmm. So that's something. And honestly, with business, with YouTube, you are going to be compared to other people regardless. So I think that I'm learning to, to develop a skin that like, I can take jobs that people throw them at me, compare me to other people. But what I don't want to do is start to compare myself all the time. I mean, also promoting myself on social media, trying to be consistent. There's no way. That I'm not gonna look at other people's work and compare mm. it to mine, but I know I'm the type of person like I will set the highest goal for me, and I will sit there and I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I, it. Even if it gets hard, I'm gonna push through it. But the minute there's something else in my radar, it just kind of it just disturbs me, and it just doesn't make me go to my full potential. So, and you cannot always be comfortable 
in business, it's not going to work like that. So I'm trying to learn how to be in the world where everybody's also throwing their stuff at me, but I'm still finding a way to like walk in my personal path. Mm-hmm. I mean, YouTube, everybody's on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I, I could count the number of people that I know. Everybody's on YouTube. Everybody's, doing their, everybody's a creator. You know what I mean? And in the in the society where everybody's trying to bring their own thoughts to life, I'm bringing mine. It's like it's easy to look at other people's work and be like, well, "What am I doing? Why am I not like that?" And it's just like you have to remember that. Well, listen, little lady, I'm not them. Her path is hers. What she brings to the table is hers. What I bring is special. It's different. So just look at your thing and just keep going. Mm-hmm. So in the past few years, especially starting YouTube, that's what I've been working on. It's just like every. Just leave him alone. <laughs> Let her be. Let him be. Like you do your own thing. It's okay to be individual. It's okay to like just forget that there's other people doing it too. Just do your own thing. So trying to stay focused on my own path when there's a lot in your way. That's something that I'm working on. <laughs> I just I'm super hard on myself. I mean, everything I you're, do. You're doing I, both. I would judge, judge myself probably than anybody. I would have people more than I have my own work because. I'm just a terrible sucker. Before I post anything on YouTube, I have watched it like 10 times. The edited version, I've seen it 1,000 times. <laughs> I still have to, you know what I mean? I watch it. It's just, I'm super difficult on myself. And I just need to chill a little bit, okay? Like, I feel like I kill myself. I'm young <laughs> and blessed. Right. right. You know? Right. So these, yeah. are, these are the two yeah. biggest things for me. I just, I get better. Sister, you're, you're grow- that's that's one thing that one mindset that I try to give myself. That's one mindset that I try to give myself to. Um, you're doing well. She's, she's doing very extremely well. Um, with what I'm seeing, she's been more creative with her work and stuff. Um, I just like we are growing. Let's just keep on growing. <laughs> well, it's yes, like it's like it. you know that that comparison is there. And you, like you said, you don't want to be in the midst of, oh, you see the competition, everyone's doing the same thing. But at the same time, you know, not trying to find a way to balance it. That like, in the midst of all these competitions, I have to find a way to just focus on myself as my own competition. But at the same time, it can now be like your own fear with, <laughs> I'm going by what you said, oh when you say you hype people's work more than your own, you're like, oh, it's like this, it's like this. So you're like more afraid of what you're even doing. And that's another part competition fear and stuff but at the same time you're trying to tell yourself that okay i'm doing well i'm doing a good job um, i'm trying to grow i'm trying to get better that's just like things that i try to remind myself all the time especially sometimes <laughs> when you just feel like you know what <laughs> leave it <laughs> just, just, just be like but then you know what you always want to do you know that this is something you've wanted to do you have this little passion even if it's not full passion or whatnot you've not discovered the full passion but little passion for it there's something that's driving you to want to do this um i think that that particular one is just a steady step like it's a daily reminder the way i see it because it's going to be there we'll enter that social media we'll see there <laughs> it still be there yeah. steady reminder I want to set that clock. It's so, it's so sad. Like, because I have days where I'm like, I can't do anything. Because I'm just, I'm so lost. And it's it's terrible. Hmm. <laughs> it's terrible. I have to, like, walk myself, turn on the little candle, just take a little nap, and then just refocus on my, like, I'll, I'll watch videos and I'll open my editing app. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to edit this video. And I just sit on it for days. 
and just it's not it's not healthy at all. Social media, looking at likes, it's it's awful. It's it's just you forget you that you're bringing. Oh, oh my god! Like that's in my mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Posting on social media for fun, you're having the best time.、Mm. But if you're posting it for work and like you're trying to, ah, <laughs> there was a time where I only posted crap because I wanted to. I mean, I posted the most like weirdest videos of me in my PJs, and people loved it. And I did not care. I couldn't care less. And I was like, ah, my life is weird. My face looks weird. My nose looks. It's like, listen. I cannot die. I cannot die. I'm not rich yet. It's not my time. Bro, it's not my time. So it's just you take it one step at a time. It's just I, I feel like this point you gotta live it. Just live it.、Yes. Word. What can you do? True word. Rejoice. Tell me what you what was in your mind even if I said it. <laughs> no, I mean all what y'all have said has been really good and like I resonate so much with it.、Um, it's comparison. I don't think it's ever gonna go away. Like you know, <laughs> it's literally going to be the same thing. We just have to not, I guess, manage how we react to when we start to feel like that. Because I mean, we're we just have to control how we feel.、Um, yeah. Because I mean, starting YouTube is great. Like I enjoy being on YouTube sometimes, but. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like seeing other people that I look up to. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'd like to be there. But the work to get there, it's like, okay, you have to put in the work. But then seeing other people like you, kind of like started together, and you see them thriving. I'm close. I'm happy for them. Like, well, is it magic? How are they doing this? Like, what is going on? How are you getting so much engagement? Right. Yeah. You coming from? Exactly. So I'm just like, what am I doing wrong? Is it that? Sermon or something like that, where he was talking about stuff like this, and he said it's not like as if you're not happy for this person or whatnot, but you're just like, God, why now? <laughs> like, what's popping? <laughs> like, what is what is off? What am I? And for me, with stuff like that, um, something about what we just mentioned is、ah, 
you so, i mean i don't do youtube like you guys so i don't like the views popping and everything mine is more of listens and so i don't really pay that i mean i like my listening to you know be getting to a certain level but do you know funny enough for me it's like if i see i'll just see them like, so this amount of people i'm listening to on my podcast like, mm-hmm. <laughs> or i look at the countries i'm like ah my podcast is heading this country i would never would have thought you know kind of thing so it's like if i just see one extra listen like this just add to my number people are get so excited i don't hey. so i used to like yeah like, when i get excited actually like it i'm like okay i like this excitement i like let me be keeping up with this excitement and not be expecting too much but please but then when you go into social media and everything you want to be putting your work out there and then you start looking at you understand there are a lot of things sometimes sometimes i deal with some things in terms of like uh i would almost call myself a perfectionist like how irene said but i'm trying to manage that just like when i'm putting my work i must put everything bring your a game like yeah. i'm doing something with you please let it be this this that sometimes i can slack off for african time they're mostly time most especially but, <laughs> <laughs> but then the, the thing i'm putting inside the the, the work ethics and that's like okay this is how i want it to go except i just don't have a plan for that one i'm just like anyhow it flows it flows for example like the group discussions versus if i'm having an interview i'm interviewing somebody asking questions it's how okay i want it to flow this way blah 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 but then it sometimes the way i deal with stuff like that I can if no we food council movement council ah, sometimes people cancel like <laughs> oh mine is the opposite I know people I know I barely um you know me and Sarah you see me and Sarah you see how skinny we we are we barely eat stuff but like mine gets so worse you know when you know when people are stressed you binge eat mine is the opposite I'm stressed there's nothing in my face I don't know what the hell food is mind my language but anyways it's like the whole i can say the whole day there's nothing why because my mind is far gone i'm like frustrated and this this that so mine is like it can get that bad but it depends on the situation shut myself up and recently i've just been like you know what change switch things up this life is once you only live once hello different people have their own struggles that is killing them you probably do not know everybody's trying to smile but something is you're struggling with something so i'm like it's not like as if i want anybody to struggle i don't really like anybody seeing anybody struggle that's one weird thing with me even if i'm dying in one corner you're struggling with something i put my mind i don't know if i'm using that as an escape route for my own struggles to kind of distract myself but then i'm like it's not nice seeing you struggle and everything but it just kind of sets as a reminder that sis it might not be the same situation one but you're not alone in this world with a lot of struggles right. you know so right. if it, i've yeah. been trying to use that you know to kind of motivate me whenever i have faced that kind of uh, you know disappointment or whatever or frustration even with work um or with our content creating one i'm just like you know what carry go and this thing now on social media that much even instagram i go there if you see me online for hours just know that i'm cracking up somewhere by look watching all these instagram comedians <laughs> yes i'm laughing it's not that i'm going there to go and be looking at who do this who did that ah, what the chloe wear what the king wear what is my business with all those ones i'm actually on comedy pages actually laughing if you see me online for hours so but like at the same time i know that i have to be there to put my work if not i'll be fine not really doing much not really posting much but i know i have to post like now after this i have to put something out there it's kind of remind that okay i really listen to this this i mean try to be engaging you understand so that's some struggle for me more at the end with my craft and the work uh, but 
yeah we've said a lot of wonderful things and struggles and way we keep you know, we personally try to yeah. ourselves and we're we're doing well sisters we're, we're doing well yeah, that's what i'm glad we're talking about this because i just felt like it was just me but i was like i am always happy this is one thing i thank god for i will forever be happy for people this is something i've always had like, like i am super proud of people i would never that would never change but then i get to, to self-sabotage and it's like well then psych that, <laughs> i mean it's your yeah, word that's how it is yeah it's like i would be like yes you got this no, no, no. listen if you're down call me you're gonna get up and you're gonna become the president that's how much crap i'm gonna talk to you about yourself and then but when it's me it's like the self-sabotages absolutely all right ladies the last question the last question is what advice have you given yourself as a goal-driven woman and what would you like to share with others women and it can apply to other genders too you know something they can pick up that be to rejoice um no no this is for everyone now so like what it's for everyone yeah because you you guys have pretty much picked a question this is the last one so what yeah it's just like what advice have you given yourself as a goal-driven woman and what would you like to share with others something you've learned or something you'd like to share well, as a lady believe in yourself every mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. you know because many people will not believe in your dream um personally when i tell some people the kind of pharmacy practice i want to you know be in it's like remember that you're in nigeria this is this club this is nigeria and i'm like i don't want to link it myself yeah. to mm. my environment so at some point i stopped telling you know strangers you know when they ask like you know what do you want to do all those type of stuff because i don't want to hear that discouragement you know, mm-hmm. so believe in yourself truly many things that are being done right now look four people are speaking into their phones or a microphone one way or another in different mm-hmm. time spaces like come on it was it was never possible mm-hmm. yeah. before except spiritually <laughs> <laughs> like. but you know like so someone thought about that and it's happening now. Planes, submarines. Mm. Believe in yourself. You can do anything. God has put it in you, so you can. That's a good one. Yeah. With that, I'll say, don't like go for it. Like whatever your desire, whatever your like your dreams are, just go get it. Don't let fear hold you back. Because I feel like a lot of times we fear, and the fear is just not mine. Like. In reality, when you go for your dreams or whatever, like you realize, oh, why was I afraid in the beginning? Like this is not a huge deal, you know. Like what was, why was this even holding me back in the first mm-hmm. place? And so, just go for it, regardless of like, like regardless of what you're thinking, the water people can, water people are thinking that could be your family, that could be friends, even people that don't even know you. For some reason, have some. God's had some things to your life, so that, don't let that stop you um, from achieving what you've set your mind to do. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think for me, it's like, do your best and live your life. Like, I don't 
want to put out work that's mediocre, even if I don't see results, at least I know that I put my best into this. Like mm. I did everything I possibly could, and I just want to live my life. Like I'm not gonna be 21 again. I'm not gonna be 20 forever. In my 20s forever, life is going. I, I just have to not just like endure it all the time. Obviously, there are hard moments, but like just just live. Like God gave us life for a reason. We're not. We're not gonna waste it by just worrying every second or just being sad every second. Like life is beautiful, and uh, with every challenge, there comes growth, and there comes results, and there comes blessings. So, do your best and just, you know, just enjoy myself. Like I cannot, I would always say, this, I cannot come and kill myself. Never. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So that's 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 my motto. Just live and do your best. Yeah. You, you kind of stole mine kind of like just live and do your best that's what, that's what actually i wanted to say <laughs> just well, don't man. allow it go, but, but it was more <laughs> the spirit is one, the spirit is one. but then I'll, I'll reword it and say go with the flow and that's something that i just try to tell myself now sis just go with the flow you're still growing you have time to still do a lot of things so just go with the flow do the best i can do like sarah said um one, one other thing i wanted to add was like don't don't let yourself feel intimidated by yourself and by others um don't let that inner um, voice or that self you know start to intimidate you feel like you're not enough or you're not trying your best um you know that you're putting in work somehow somehow you're doing something you're not just there not doing anything you're doing something so go with the flow and don't don't um let yourself get intimidated by anything and keep pushing um life is once do the best you can do reach out to even if it's a small community even if it's two three people that you've impacted that's something that's one thing that i like to go by so yeah that's what i have to share <laughs> right. yeah this was nice this was really nice this was really this was really good so um you guys are listening with you know come to the end of our discussion but before we leave um we just have a little kind of recitation i'll call it i don't know if i call it a poem or whatnot that i want to talk about and share um about women and women and just the whole gender and the whole being um in general and just just to commemorate like the women's history month international women's day mother's day everything joined together so i'll start hopefully this goes well <laughs> i've never recited anything before but i'll try my best who is a woman she is strong she is beautiful she is fierce she is loving she is emotional. She is complicated. She knows her worth and understands her world. She is a woman. She is a mother. She is a sister. She's a lot of things. She's almost equivalent to pain because of all that she has to bear. It is just something she's built to rare. Like our kids 
our sons, our daughters, our homes, our sacred places, our husbands, our world. Yes, because she's a woman. Respect your woman. She bleeds in different ways. Daily, monthly, yearly. Yet she's strong, like she has the blood of many running through her veins. It is more than the blood. It is the passion, the love. She was just built this way. I am a woman. I'm all of these things. My importance and values would not be limited to a box where I'm enclosed or trapped from seeing what I can do in this world. I came out and now I'm exploring. I know that when I make a move, I move with a force because I am a woman. So I would not be limited. I shall play my role in my best ways and I shall learn on the way. I shall grow, conquer and still shine. Because like mother nature, I am full of wonderful and beautiful things to behold and appreciate. So with this little recitation, I want us to appreciate ourselves as women, appreciate our worth and know that we are enough and we have a lot to give to the society and to the people around us. So we're all going to say happy Women's History Month to all the listeners that are listening to this before, you know, the month of March ends. Happy International Women's Day, even if it's past. Happy Mother's Day. Like, whatever day it is. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. But, yeah, that is that little recitation was written by yours truly. Um, and... You guys are... You guys are amazing. Um... Thank you for you know doing this with me, the collaboration, so the fun. discussion. Thank you for <laughs> it was really fun, really really fun. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to also say Happy Women's History Month to other listeners, go ahead and say <laughs> Happy Women's History Month. Happy Women's History Month. We love happy women. women. Happy happy women. Yes, yeah, so mad, proud to be a woman. Mad, okay thank you guys um rejoice irene and sarah um we've come to the end of this podcast listeners i hope you guys gained one or two things and enjoy the whole i know even if it's long (laughs) we apologize for that but hopefully you enjoyed every bit of it um we're gonna share our handles so you guys will share the youtubers and podcasters share your handles i mean this is mine i'm the host but you can also share your handles of your pages or what you do. Um, yeah. So they can check you out. Um, oh, who was talking? Whoever that wants to go first. <laughs> okay, well, for me, it's the same name on YouTube and all podcast, podcast, podcast platforms. It's Queen Connie Talks. That's, that's it. Queen Connie Talks. Connie with a K. Queen Connie talks on okay. YouTube and every podcast platform. So like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or podcasts, whatever, all of them. And my Instagram is just 
Z underscore queen underscore SMK. That's it. A lot of queendoms in there. That's <laughs> <laughs> your queen. Oh, and the Kone, yeah. just, just so you guys know, she said Queen Kone talks. Um, the Kone is with a K, but it's K-O-N-E. Um, so you yes. don't get things mixed up. But yes. yeah, oh, thank yes, you, Sarah. Precisely. All right. Um, Irene, share you. Okay. Um, on Instagram, my handle is at irene.awa. And the title of my podcast is Talks with Irene. Talks with Irene. Yes. So sister. please check me out. Please check Yay. her out <laughs> and rejoice. Okay. So um, my YouTube is Rejoice Always. But there's also another Rejoice Always, so that's not bothering me, but <laughs> we move. Um, but Rejoice Always, basically just lifestyle, faith, and college content. Really, just whatever I put on there, hopefully rocks y'all's boat. Instagram is just Rejoice, Olaolora on the score, and then Facebook. I don't know who uses Facebook now, but it's just my name. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Okay, thank you guys. Thank you, ladies. Um, yeah, for mine, I'm the host, so you guys already know this podcast. <laughs> and also, my IG page is my first name because my podcast I'm using my middle name. Um, it's chinonye.i, c h i n o n y e. i. Um, just check all of us out. But I really just want you to pay attention more to our craft and our pages and our content so you can patronize us and share and subscribe and whatever it is that comes support with Support our hustle. Yes, yeah, so yes. support the women's hustle, please. God support bless. God bless. <laughs> but yeah, we've come to the end of it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Please don't forget to follow um, on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, drop a review on Apple Podcasts if you have something to say, which I recommend. Share with people, please share and keep on listening. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenate, Spice It Up with Esther. And that is it for today. Have a good day and bye bye.